personal life, I'm a very organized person. But then when it comes to teaching, it's like, oh, it's been 10 minutes? Huh, that was only supposed to be five. Kristen. I'm Hannah. Welcome to Coffee Teach Repeat, the podcast where we talk all things teaching over a cup of coffee. While your coffee is brewing, make sure to follow us on social media at Coffee Teach Repeat Pod. Kristen, what are you drinking? Ooh, I am drinking a 1905 iced coffee from Magnolia Press. What are you drinking, Hannah? I am also drinking an iced coffee, which is the 1905 from Magnolia Press, but I ordered it first. That's important. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Mine's bigger. <laughs> Are we competing? Is that, is that what's happening right now? I just wanted to note for the audio. Um, we are so <laughs> excited to have Tyler Copeland on with us today. Tyler, what are you drinking? Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm drinking a very loud water bottle. Can't wait to hear it. Filled with water. Ooh. Perfect. So, tell us your name. And, like, what you do. <laughs> My name is Tyler Copeland, and I am a middle school librarian in Texas. Woo-hoo! So, Tyler, who or what do you attribute to becoming a teacher or a librarian in your case at this point? <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to become a teacher just because, I don't know, like, in high school, um, my friends always came for help. And they always say, you'd be a really good teacher. Okay, maybe I will. And so then I did that. Um, then while I was teaching, uh, about second grade, and I was like, my gosh, this is terrible. <laughs> I went out of this. Um, got started to sixth grade and loved it, but had already started my uh, working on my master's degree for library science. So we all feel like we have that inspiration, and this is kind of similar to the who or what do you attribute to your major. What or who has had the biggest impact on you as a teacher? Um, some of the people, I guess, who had the biggest impact on me were when I was still in college doing, like, my practicum and student teaching. Um, I got to do my practicum with Ms. Teagle, who was absolutely amazing, full of energy, and just really loved on the kids really well. She sort of a big influence on, uh, on just how to be that relation relational teacher and then in my student teaching I got to work with another great teacher who was just good at um just classroom management and she still had great relationships with her kids but she was just like that on it teacher her name was Miss Man. um she was really on it and like you could always count on her to make sure the kids knew every little thing they needed to know love that So, what has been the biggest challenge in your career so far? Uh, Or everything. Everything (laughs) this year. (laughs) Children. Children. (laughs) Teachers. Coworkers. Principals. (laughs) Yeah. She makes all that up. Um, I don't know. I feel like I got off to a really bad start in teaching. Um, So, I graduated from college in December and I did part of my student teaching in the class that I was hired to teach and it just didn't really set a lot 
didn't really set me up for success. Um, the mentor teacher I had in that portion of my student teaching was not incredibly helpful. Um, she knew that it was temporary position for her as well. She was like the third teacher in that class. I made the fourth. Um, and so it was just really, it was really hard because I would like go to her with questions on like stations. I'm still terrible at stations. Can't figure out how to make them work. Um, and like I would go to her and be like, I don't know, this really isn't working. Can you give me some help? And she'd just be like, Oh, it's your classroom. You can do it how you want. Not <laughs> how this is supposed to work. Um, so yeah, still don't know how to do stations effectively. <laughs> that, that's a hard thing to do. I mean, I, I feel like I'm do I do it, but I just make it up. Like here is a place for you to go, and then after a certain amount of time, I will signal that you can go to the next thing. <laughs> that's pretty much how. I, I mean, that's, I'm probably doing it wrong. <laughs> I tried those like math. You know the word math. People use the word, and it's like. Everything stands for something yeah. like teacher oh, like time and like, uh huh, yeah. or like you move through. Everyone has time mm -hmm. with the teacher and time with these things, and I could never get that working. I think maybe it's because I didn't want to have a station with me in it. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted them to go do it and me be over I don't here. Know how you're supposed to have a teacher station, right? Because you can't manage them. them. I guess you got to start it out without a teacher station. Yeah, mine was like. I'm going to go sit near the kid who needs help, yes. but I'm not going to tell them that they need help. And I'm just going to be like, okay, if you want help, come to me. Yeah. <laughs> Except for you, right here. sitting next to me, who I know needs it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like also as, it, as like my own personal life, I'm a very organized person. But then when it comes to teaching, it's like, oh, it's been 10 minutes. Huh, that was only supposed to be five. All right, let's keep moving. <laughs> You're in good company. <laughs> so, as a librarian, I feel like you're the best person to ask this question because we're always supposed to be learning. What are you reading right now? It can be professional, it could be YA, or what podcast are you listening to? Yeah, so it's an ironic question. Um, so, as a middle school librarian, up until a a couple months ago, I had never read the Harry Potter series. <gasps> I know. I can't believe I'm inventing this for the whole world to hear. It's okay. You're, you're better now. <laughs> so I'm actually um, almost done with listening to the audiobook on the here. Um, Harry Potter. Watching the movie for the first time as well on Monday. For um, yeah, so I'm reading that. I'm also, um, as a Texas librarian, um, I read through the Lone Star list every year, and so I am uh, working, I'm reading Black Brother, Black Brother, um, reading that one. I read way too many books. No, <laughs> no such thing. Then I'm also trying to finish up uh, one of April Henry's new books. I can't remember what it's called right now. Into the Woods or something like that. I forgot what it's called. Love it. Um, and then... Also, uh, for my church group, we just started a book called Thou Shall Not Be a Jerk. And <laughs> it's just a really fun title. So working through that one as well. And then podcasts. Um, I have just recently started listening to Becoming Something podcasts. Um, it's just kind of like some topical Christian things. Fun. <laughs> Speaking of fun, 
<laughs> what is the funniest thing that has ever happened to you in your classroom or library? I think one of my favorite moments as a teacher is when I the class clown at basketball. Oh. He is on a basketball team and I was not. I've never been on a basketball team. <laughs> and it was great. And I got to brag to all of his friends that I beat him at basketball. We watched him all day long on it. How old? Middle school age. How old? Yeah. The, he was sixth grade. Oh, yes. Sixth grader. He was class clown. Always like to brag about how good he was at basketball. How many games he won. So at recess, he's sixth grade in an elementary school. Um, so at recess that day, I was like, play some basketball. See how good you are. And apparently he was not very good because I'm not very good. <laughs> Did you have any height on him? I feel like that was a big difference. Yes, there was definitely some height, but <laughs> I still like to brag on that. So, oh, yeah. In this year where we've, you know, all been evaluating our why, what is your why? Why do you teach? Why are you a librarian? What keeps you returning to the classroom slash library each year? Yeah, um, I just really enjoy working with that middle school age group. I work with them at church. Too. I just feel like they're, as middle schoolers, they're very, um, you know, they're still trying to figure so much out. They don't really have their opinions set on things. And they're just, they like to talk to them, ask for advice. Just a lot of them have, especially where I work currently, a lot of them have really bad home lives. And they just need a place, a safe place, a safe adult to talk to and be a positive influence. And um, yeah, that's kind of my, my why into middle school. And what keeps me going back. Um, I've considered moving districts from time to time, but I, every time my husband talks to me about it, let me just get this group into high school and then I'll start, then I'll start looking for other jobs. And so I just have a really hard time leaving my kids. Yeah. Uh, even though I'm a librarian, I don't necessarily see them every single day. I definitely have my crew who comes to see me almost every day. Yeah. Um, they always have a new story to talk to me about, or sometimes they just need to hide in the corner and have a quiet space to calm down and collect their thoughts. And, yeah. I feel like the library is that place for a lot of, in a lot of schools, like the place where I definitely, where my classroom is now is like far away from everywhere. Like our, our activity teachers are down near the office and so like if we're walking to activity and I need to pull a kid out of line or whatever like I know that the library is a safe place where I can just walk in with them we can sit on the floor we can talk real quick and then we can leave and like I think librarians do such a good job at cultivating that hey this is a shared space this is not just my space let's let's use this space together so that we can help our kids and I think it's really neat that you do that as well. So we have made it to the last question. Our secret sauce. Is there anything we didn't cover? This could be your platform, philosophy for, philosophy for teaching. What's your secret sauce? <laughs> um, really, as a librarian, my, my main thing is I just want to be there for the kids. There's so many middle schoolers who don't like to read, don't think reading's cool. They have other things um, that take over 
um, what time they would normally spend for reading. And so, um, and I'm a firm believer that reading is incredibly important. Um, but also, like, when a kid comes in through my door, my first thing isn't, hey, here's a book. Check this book out. Take this. It's great. You know? Um, and so just building those relationships with those kids, letting them open up to me, and then being able to be like, hey, I know this is a really tough situation. Um, here's a book. Like, I can't answer this for you, but here's a book that talks about it. And it might help you through it. And I've seen a lot of students become readers through situations like that. And like one student who comes to my mind right now is kind of like struggling with like gender identity and stuff. And I do not know how to talk to her about that. They about that. I don't know how to approach that very well just yet. I'm working on that. Um, but I know like I've purposely collected books and titles to speak to kids of all backgrounds and that student has come to me for more suggestions of books since it's like this is helping me so much it's not non-fiction it's just a fiction book of a kid going through similar situations and they just thrive on seeing somebody else and learning how somebody else can deal with situations that they're going through well, thanks so much for being on this week. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Anytime. I'm so glad you joined us this week. Don't forget to come back and bring a friend. Cheers. <laughs> Bye.